What's shaking, everybody? It is Jay Scott. It's the Hook Rocks, the Ultimate Rock Community Podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. Appreciate you listening. As always, we are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Great network of music-related podcasts. Check out Pantheon Podcast at PantheonPodcast.com and on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Pantheon Pods. Check out The Hook Rocks on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Hook Rocks. Don't forget to set your app to automatic download so you get the latest episode and all the previous episodes we've done before. We're approaching our five-year, no, four-year anniversary, and we're approaching 500 episodes. So um, we've been doing this for a bit now, and appreciate all of you and appreciate what we've been doing um, for you. And please write us a review and let us know how you feel about the show and what we're doing. Always appreciate that. We've had some great episodes recently. We just welcomed Baz from Massive Wagons, the great band from the UK. Probably the premier, one of the premier bands in the UK right now. Prior to that, we had South of Eden on our latest New Music Spotlight. The boys are gearing up to release a, a new EP. Had a chance to listen to it. It is incredible. So excited for that as well. We also did Rush Exit Stage Left on our live quarterly album review with The Recividus. We welcome Chris Tapp from The Cold Stairs. They just released a new album, Voices, this past Friday. So check that out. One of my favorite bands. One of my favorite guests as well. It's the third time Chris has been on the show. I think his first appearance was October, November of 2019. Uh, great story. Extraordinary guy. Um, incredible music. The Cold Stairs. So check out that album. It's Incredible. It's called Voices. We also talked with Austin Mead, Abby Kay, Dead Blonde Stars on some recent new music spotlights. We're gearing up to do a few more of those. We had Rick Nielsen and Dax Nielsen from Cheap Trick. And we talked the live entertainment monopoly of Live Nation and Ticketmaster with Christine Eagle, our music business insider, and what's been happening with the Senate hearings. And hopefully more will be happening because... It needs to be fixed because the fees are getting out of control and the way Live Nation and Ticketmaster manipulate the markets in the initial sales of tickets in the secondary markets is just it's criminal. And hopefully there's a resolution here. It takes Washington a long time to do something, but the fact that they're aware, I guess, it's a positive thing. The fact that they're going to do something is still up in the air and questionable. So we will see. We'll follow that story. And we will bring you updates when uh, when we do have an update. And we did the Ozzy Osbourne Legacy with one of my favorites, Sydney Taylor, who is on tour with the band right now that I'm going to talk about and the show that I'm going to talk about. It was a pleasure meeting Cindy at the merch table on Friday night at the Arcata Theater in St. Charles, where I had a chance to see the Winery Dogs. It's the fourth time I've seen the Winery Dogs. The first time I saw them was at Dirty Nellies in Palatine. I think that was one of their first shows. And then I had the chance to see them at Reggie's. I think on the same tour later on um, on that tour. Maybe it was vice versa. But maybe they played Reggie's first and then Dirty Nellies second. Now that I remember. I think, I think Mike Portnoy announced the Dirty Nellies show at Reggie's. So I think that. That's correct. I think Reggie's was first. And then 
four years ago, got a chance to see them at the Arcada and they were back at the Arcada. And let me tell you, I have never seen this place as packed as it was. It was completely sold out. I just saw Orianti there a few weeks ago and nice crowd there. Good crowd. But man, there was not a empty seat in the house at the Arcada in St. Charles, Illinois, which is about 30, 40 minutes outside of the city of Chicago. I had the chance to talk with some of my favorite followers, members of the Groove Council that we do. I know I've mentioned the Groove Council before. It is a online group that we DM, DM each other on Twitter about new music and new albums that are being released. So everybody kind of stays up to date on what's coming out. And saw one of my favorites, Rob, who does our audio episodes, our audio expert on the Hook Rocks. He's at Skylab Tapes. Saw High Stick Mick at High Stick Mix. It's H-I-S-T-I-C-K-M-I-C-K. Great dude. Um, had a pleasure of getting to know him over the last couple of years. USA and Chris. That's at U-S-A-N-A-Chris. Great dude. Um, saw him at the Oriampi show with John Karabi and, and also at the Buddy Guy Leone Kilgore show and at the Jared James Nichols show. So every show I've seen this year, my buddy Chris has been there and uh, always enjoy that. Always enjoy seeing him. Also saw Steve Hild or Hild, I think his last name is pronounced. Forgive me if I pronounced it wrong. He was there with his daughter. He's a great follower too, at Steve Hild. That's H-I-L-D or Hild, as I said. So follow all those uh, people. I went to the show with one of my longtime friends, Brent, who I've known since first or second grade. I uh, used to play Little League Baseball with him. and. We've gone to a lot of shows over the past year and a half together. We kind of reconnected as a result of this podcast. So um, one of the most enjoyable experiences that uh, I've had doing this podcast is reconnecting with a young friend or an old friend like Brent. So we all got to the show. We were all there and we all experienced greatness. Greatness. Wow. 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 Every time I see this band live, it is an experience. And I know I talk a lot about the bands I've seen live in the good ones. I always mention Blackberry Smokes, great Southern rock band who's incredible live. The Winery Dogs is a different ball game. Um, great live band. Just the musicianship is top of the food chain, folks. Mike Portnoy on drums, Billy Sheen on bass, who you know from the David Lee Roth Band and Mr. Big and also Sons of Apollo, who Mike Portnoy is also a member of. Of course, Mike Portnoy, the great drummer from Dream Theater. And Richie Kotzen, who can do it all. Sing, guitar, piano, keyboards, you name it, he can do it. He's got a great solo career, just fantastic music on that end of his career. And the Smith-Kotzen collaboration, which I believe he did a couple of years ago. All that stuff is phenomenal. but winery dogs is just a special thing when this band first came out i didn't really know what to expect you know portnoy had done some projects after leaving dream theater we know what billy sheen brings to the table and richie was kind of an unknown he had a solo career that was that was gaining traction in europe and the uk and south america he's also done a lot of stuff in japan as well but in the States, in North America, he didn't really connect with a lot of people, didn't really resonate with a lot of people. There could be many reasons as to why that is. 
you know, the current state of rock and roll over the past two or three decades has been pretty cookie cutter and Richie's not cookie cutter. So when this band came out and, you know, Richie was part of this group, the gateway to me getting introduced to him was through Eddie Trunk, as we all know, who really promoted the band and promoted Richie and really kind of hung his hat on Richie Kotzen, how great he was and how awesome he was. So that was 2013 when that album came out. That was 10 years ago. And I had a chance to talk with Richie in January about the band and about his career since then, about how it's opened up a lot of doors for him in terms of touring in America with a solo band, which I saw at the Arcata Theater this past summer. His solo band is absolutely fantastic. His solo music is incredible as well. But I've really taken to Richie over the past 10 years in large part because of the Winery Dogs and because of that debut album where I think I've got every solo album of his in the catalog or in, in his catalog. Smith Constant stuff, also some of the other collaborations. I know he did an album with Mr. Big after Paul Gilbert left. Of course, everybody remembers him in Poison. But he's so much more than that. It's unfortunate, but people still ask him questions about Poison and about that brief moment in his career. And I guess for people who are not doing the research and not knowing a lot about him, that's where they first go. But as I said, Check out his solo music. He's got an incredible catalog, very soulful R&B-esque rock type of type of music. He's got so much depth to his playing. Um, absolutely incredible. And of course, Mike and Billy, what can you say? You know, again, all three of these guys are top of the food chain. They're a three-piece man. And one of the things that I keep saying and others keep saying when they see them live is how are three people making the music and making themselves sound like this up on stage. And that's called musicianship. That's called being experts at your craft because they just deliver every time you see them. You just shake your head, you get wowed. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a very incredible experience. It's hard to put in words what, how good they are and what you will see. I don't know if there's a word in the dictionary that can accurately describe how incredible, how awesome, how phenomenal this band is live. This band is in general. Be thankful that you are walking the earth while this band is making music. Know how lucky you are that in the history of this planet, you are living at the moment Winery Dogs is making music. Because it is a thing of beauty. And if you have not seen them live, they are touring now, I think, through middle, end of November, through the States. I think they go do a run in South America and a run in Europe, I believe, and maybe the UK. Hopefully, they'll come back. I think Richie mentioned they'll probably be back at the end of the year doing another run. But it is a special thing, man, to see them. Every time I've seen them, they're better than the previous time. And this night was no different. Seeing them live and seeing them perform and doing what they do and how great they are. They're so 
started with Gaslight and Xanadu off the latest album, Winery Dogs 3. Great way to get the show going. The crowd was so reactive. It was an old school crowd, man. People were standing up through the whole show. I sat down briefly during Billy's bass solo because, you know, at the age of almost 50, I need a little break. But it wasn't because I was bored. It was because I needed to sit down because it was like an hour and a half at that moment of me just standing up like I was 20 years old again, rocking out to this great band. But it was an old school crowd, man, in terms of just the energy and the synergy within with the crowd and the band, it was almost like we were the fourth member of the band that night, which is pretty special when you can experience it. The crowd was roaring, singing along to the songs. And to have that reaction to a rock band that came out 10 years ago with band members that are all over the age of 40, maybe even over the age of 50 at this point, to have that experience of a band that really wasn't big when this type of music was having its heyday, the height of its popularity, tells you everything you need to know. That this band has connected with an audience and has grown an audience that... Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. They don't have any legacy history, so to speak. Each member has 
legacy history with other bands, but this band in general doesn't have the history as some of these other bands that come through that were big in the 80s and 90s and making music, making good music. This band is relatively a newer band, 10 years old. So to have a crowd that is connected with the music like we were on Friday night with the Winery Dogs, that's a special moment. You can't discount that at all. It was beautiful to see, especially the first two songs as the crowd roared when they came on stage. I think almost the band was, I don't want to say shocked, but probably welcomed the surprise of how engaged the crowd was. I think they really enjoyed that because I I think it really upped their performance, improved their performance. Their performance was absolutely incredible, and we'll get into that. But, yeah, I think a lot of times bands feed off the crowd, especially musicians that have been around for a bit who get that extra charge. This show is not like the other shows kind of kind of thing where, man, the crowd is really here to uh, to kick some ass as, as they're there to kick our ass with the music. So it was a great push and pull between the audience and the band. And being that it was sold out, being that it was hot as fuck in that theater um, was great. It was awesome. On to Captain Love, the song off the second album, Hot Streak. Love this tune. Um, Just a great vibe, a great riff. Then that power chord that Richie hits in that beginning of the song. It's just in a breakdown with Billy and then into Richie and Mike's playing. Second to none, man. This song just rocks. Probably my favorite song off Hot Streak. Then the title track of Hot Streak was the next song. Into Desire off their first album. This is a song that they usually played at the end on their first couple of tours, but it was at the front of the set, which was really cool to see. I mean, Richie does some wizardry on the guitar work uh, in this song, and the band just feeds off of each other. They they complement each other so well. And I think that has to do with the fact that they know each other, they like each other, and again, they're Top of the line musicians, man. They can play with anybody, but they really do a great job. Billy and Mike just nail it. And Richie can kind of go and freelance a little bit too, because they've got everything locked down on the back end. And it kind of gives Richie a little bit more freedom to kind of do what what he does. Breakthrough, which is a song off the new album. Great uh, response to this song too, as well. And to Time Machine off of the first album. This is song, This is an, a song that was left off the import version, um, which I think Criminal was the song that was on the, Jap- Jap- uh, the Japanese version and Time Machine was on the U.S. version. Great song. It has a very little bit of a Alice in Chains type of vibe to it, but it's a great song. Stars. Let me tell you about Stars. If there was ever a locomotive on stage at a concert, it was Friday night during this performance. Billy and Mike killed it on this song. So much so I turned to my friend during, you know, midway through the song where they're just they're just driving this beat. You can hear the the song on the new album. And I go to my friend Brent. I go, it sounds like a fucking locomotive. Sounds like a fucking train. 
it was just so powerful. And Richie's doing his thing in the song, and they're just holding down that rhythm and that and the back end and the rhythm section of the song. It was it was it was for me probably the highlight of the show. That song needs to be the next single from this album. I love the song on the album when I listen to it. Live, it's a whole nother ballgame. Incredible. They went into Damage, which is off their first album. And I believe this is one of the songs that Richie brought to the sessions um, during the first recording. And if you remember uh, with some of the interviews that he did, there were a lot of songs that he had been working on that he brought, and Damage was one of them. Again, it has a, a real R&B flair to it that really separates this band from these other super groups that come out. Because Mike and Billy can do anything, right? I mean, they can play Prague, they can play rock. They've been they've proven to do that over their careers. And Richie was kind of the unknown, but Richie brings that R&B flavor to the music, adds a lot more depth to what they're doing. And when you hear other super groups that are out there, because they are considered a super group or a super band, there's no one else that does what they do. And they all add their elements of their musicianship to the sound. But Richie brings that little bit extra, that little bit of difference that none of these bands can do. And Damage is a perfect example and even in the next song, Mad World, which is on the new album, Winery Dogs 3, again, has a real R&B, bluesy, soulful type of vibe to it. And Richie does bring that to the band. So that really does, in my opinion, separate them from a lot of these other supergroups that are coming out. The other side, there's the next song, Into Billy's Bass Solo. Um, just a great moment. The other side goes over so well live. It always has. Is a song again that really comes to life live. And the album really doesn't do it justice. The Red Wine, which is off the new album, Winer Dogs 3. I'm No Angel, which was one of the big songs off their debut. And Oblivion, which is off of Hot Streak, which was a great way to... And the show before the encore really resonated with the crowd. Crowd was really into it. And uh, the roar of the crowd got him back on stage as it normally does. And then we got regret, which I think is their, their best song off their debut album. One of the best songs they've ever written. Just a great tune. Um, goes over well live. You know, Richie starts playing the piano and then into the, you know, the guitar solo and to the end of the song. It's got a really old school R&B flair. I know I keep saying that term, but it does. It, it just is what it is. I mean, how can you deny it? And Regret is just the old school rhythm and blues ballad that um, talks about the pain of ending a relationship. And then the end was Elevate. 16 songs total, plus the bass solo of Billy Sheen. Elevate was the song that introduced fans across the globe to this great band. And they delivered a um, great way to end it. The crowd was thoroughly satisfied, I will say, 
And it was just a great, great experience to see them once again. They are a band that you must see. If you are a rock and roll fan and you want to see great music and great stuff, Winery Dogs. It's all about the Winery Dogs. Um, it's great to see them again live. It, they did a, a a tour four years ago, which was just kind of getting out and playing. Um, didn't have any new studio stuff to really promote. So they just did a short, I think, two-month tour. Maybe it was just even a month. Um, and then, of course, the pandemic really kind of slowed things down. This album, I think, was recorded a year ago or almost a year ago. And it wasn't released till this past February. And if you haven't gotten the album yet, if you haven't streamed it, if you haven't bought it, I don't know what you're waiting for. I don't know why you're allergic to great music. This is something that you must have. This is a must album to have this year. All their albums are great. You must, if you, if you're a serious rock music collector and music collector and music fan, there is no excuse for not having this somewhere in your catalog, whether it's on your phone streaming or buying it physical copy. I'm, I'm a little surprised they don't have a vinyl and hopefully that's coming. I would love to see them release a vinyl. I would love to see them repackage all the albums on vinyl with different colored vinyl. I think that would be so kick-ass. You have the crowd that will buy it because, because of Billy and Mike, they bring that progressive audience to the shows. Those people will buy stuff. Those people are known to buy anything they can get their hands on, collect collector's items, vinyl, CDs, whatever. Prog fans spend money, at least in my experience of knowing friends that are progressive music bands that you walk into their man cave and you're like in a museum of music. So hopefully that comes. I'd love to see them release some really cool vinyl, repackage the first and second one and put those out on vinyl too as well. I would definitely, I'd probably get every color scheme that they had. Because they're that good. But this is a special band. Mike Portnoy, I will tell you, sounds better than I've ever heard him. It just sounds incredible. The stuff he was doing behind the kit. He's been incredible every time I've seen him in whatever band he's been in. But for whatever reason, on Friday night, it was coming over loud and clear and you could hear him hit every drum and every beat and it was just incredible what he was doing probably in my opinion the best performance i've ever seen him at not just with winery dogs and then of course billy billy is an institution i mean there's no one that sounds like him there's no one that can do what he does on bass. He's the bass player, but he also is like a de facto rhythm guitarist. Because of what he can do, again, it allows Richie to do a lot more. He gives the band such a full sound. And I know there's people out there that like to criticize him and say he overplays. He doesn't overplay. He plays like Billy does. That's his sound. That's his style. That's what he does. As great players always have done, whether it's Getty Lee, whether it's whomever, 
they have they have their distinct sound and he has that and of course he's going to, to showcase his style and and play how he knows how to play because that's what he's doing right so i never understood that criticism of, of him i think it's really unfair that people say that enjoy him enjoy him and mike as a as incredible rhythm section just just zone in on them a few points during the show and you're just shaking your head like this is not fair it's not fair to anyone else that's playing music right now what they can do and how tuned in to each other they are it's just there's no words in richie what he does with the guitar and his voice he is a complete artist i'm so ex- glad that I got into his solo stuff. My friend Crash Crafton is a big Richie Kotzen fan. Shout out to Crash. And even though Winery Dogs is my introduction through Eddie, his solo stuff was really introduced to me by Crash. Crash is really the one that exposed me to his solo stuff and made me want to hear his solo albums. And I'm thankful for that, too. I know Crash has interviewed him a couple of times on Legendary Rock interviews. He's done a great job. He's the one, I believe, that broke the story about Richie potentially being in Ozzy Osbourne's band or being in Ozzy Osbourne's band after Zach, I think it was. And it blew up on the old AOL chat rooms and they ended up not going with him because of the criticisms that Ozzy fans were giving. Ozzy because Richie was in poison. Absolutely ridiculous. Now looking back at it, they didn't realize what an incredible guitar player was. And because of at the time, poison carried a very negative tone with hard rock and heavy metal fans. They couldn't see the talent that Richie has. So I think he broke that story. And I know people have tried to piggyback off of that and talk about it as it's their own story. But I believe Crash was the one that really did that. So um, Richie is a, a special musician, as Mike and Billy are. And if you get a chance to see Winer Dogs, go see him. But if you get a chance to see his solo stuff when he comes through and buy some of his solo stuff, like 50 for 50, which was his latest solo stuff, obviously the Smith Cotton with Adrian Smith from Iron Maiden, but some of the other stuff that he's done with his solo career is just incredible. 24 Hours is a great album. Um, Peace Sign is a great album. Um, there's so much stuff. Just go stream it, buy it, whatever. Go see him live. Go see Winery Dogs live when you get a chance. You can visit their website at winerydogs.com. Tour dates are up. I think they're hitting the Midwest right now, and I think they're going to go down south here and then back up on the north, uh, up north on the East Coast. And once again, it was great seeing Sydney Taylor work the merch table. She's always a great guest. We just did a show on the Ozzy Osbourne legacy. Um, absolute uh, great person, sweet person. So it was great to finally meet her face to face. And of course, my boys, High Stick Mick. 
USA NA Chris, Skylab, Steve. It was great to see everybody. I'm starting to see a lot of familiar faces at these shows who, because of the podcast, who know me because of the show. So it's always great to interact with people and talk with people. But yeah, they killed it on Friday night. What an extraordinary show. Go see him. This is Jay Scott. Hope you enjoyed the review of the Winery Dog Show. Take it easy. We'll talk soon. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.